0: Man clamors for proof concerning the Bible. They want proof that God authored the scriptures, and further yet, proof that God exists at all. I found myself in just such a controversial situation. I asked the antagonist, what is proof? They couldn't define it. Man believes in a myriad of falsehoods which cannot be proved. For example, man believes that the world is billions of years old versus the just over 6,000 years old God says it is. Man believes that all humanity evolved from a slime concoction instead of being created in the image of God as the Bible says he is. Those are just two examples of things people blindly believe is truth. They cannot be proven simply because they are not true. Be assured of this one thing. God's word is true and righteous altogether, and of course we can prove it. Unbeknownst to most, it is a biblical commandment to prove the scriptures. 1st Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 21 prove all things hold fast that which is good and then again in Proverbs chapter 23 verse 23 buy the truth and sell it not also wisdom and instruction and understanding if god created all things by his spoken word and if the bible is his word then there should be insights only the creator would know and there are multitudes of supernatural insights God said approximately 2,000 years before Christopher Columbus, before ships had ventured beyond the line of danger, before a satellite had ever captured a picture of the earth that the earth is round. Isaiah chapter 40, verses 21 and 22. Have ye not known? Have ye not heard? Hath it not been told you from the beginning? Have ye not understood from the foundations of the earth? It is he that sitteth upon the circle of the earth and the inhabitants thereof are as grasshoppers, that stretcheth out the heavens as a curtain, and spreadeth them out as a tent to dwell in. Men said the Bible is of no scientific significance. Its words are the words of mere men. Now the record. Things were different then. In the days of Christopher Columbus, prevailing wisdom was that the world was flat, and if you ventured past the line of danger, you would fall off the end of the earth. It should be noted that about the same time Christopher Columbus was petitioning Isabella and Ferdinand in the court of Spain, that in Nuremberg, Germany, a man named Martin Behaim unveiled what he called Apple Earth, the first round Earth globe on record. Historians say it is safe to suggest that Columbus was not aware of Behaim's Earth Apple. Five hundred years ago, Columbus penned a book titled Libro de las Profecias, which in English means Book of Prophecies and just in the 1990s has it become possible to consider its content in English. In K. Bringham's book titled Christopher Columbus, His Life and Discovery in the Light of His Prophecy, the following quote from Columbus is noted. At this time I have seen and put in study to look into all the scriptures, cosmography, histories, chronicles, and philosophies and other arts, which our Lord opened to my understanding, I could sense his hand upon me, so that it became clear to me that it was feasible to navigate from here to the Indies. And he unlocked within me the determination to execute the idea. And I came to your Highnesses with this ardor. All those who have heard about my enterprise rejected it with laughter, scoffing at me. Neither the sciences which I mentioned above, nor the authoritative citations from them, were of any avail. And only your Highnesses remained faith and constancy who doubts that this illumination was from the Holy Spirit? I attest that he, the Spirit, with marvelous rays of light, consoled me through the holy and sacred scriptures, encouraging me to proceed, and continually, without ceasing for a moment, they inflamed me with the sense of great urgency. I am the worst of sinners. The pity and mercy of our Lord have completely covered me whenever I have called on him for them. I have found the sweetest consolation in casting away all my anxiety so as to contemplate his marvelous presence. I have already said that for the execution of the enterprise of the Indies, neither reason nor mathematics nor world maps were profitable to me. Rather, the prophecy of Isaiah was completely fulfilled. This following quote is found in an article written by paul humber in a publication called impact which is published by the institute for creation research it reads noted author simon wisenthal in his sales of hope confirmed earlier what is now clear from columbus own writings and this is a quote that religious elements played a great part in columbus's thoughts and actions is evident from all his writings It may come as something of a surprise to us that his concept of sailing west to reach the Indies was less the result of geographical theories than of his faith in certain biblical texts, especially the book of Isaiah. Should it be a surprise to us that out of all 66 books of the Bible, Christopher Columbus refers to the book of Isaiah as the supernatural inspiration of his vision and his labor, He said natural reason was not his inspiration. It was neither maps nor mathematics nor the encouragement of men, but God's prophecies in the book of Isaiah. And one of those prophecies is that God sits upon the circle of the earth. God said in the book of Isaiah that the earth is round. Man said the Bible is of no scientific significance. Its words are the words of mere men. Now you have the record.